738 at DWS. Dave Gentry and uh, State Senator Scott Bennett with us this morning. Scott, how are you? Good morning. Doing well. Tell me, what we we got something going on this week. We do. You were just talking That's about. That's right. I was talking about the Higher Education Working Group. Of course, we're not in Springfield right now, but there's still a lot of work that needs to be done, to say the least. Uh, and one of the things that uh, I've been really proud to be part of is a what's called the Higher Education Working Group. It's people from the House and the Senate. It's Republicans and it's Democrats. So Senator Chapin Rose uh, is also on it uh, in our local listing area. Um, and we are actually hosting a meeting here in Champaign-Urbana on Friday. So we're kind of the hosts of it. Um, and, you know, we're, they, they got some really good bills out of it last year. And kind of we took the leadership out uh, and just put members together and said, all right, what's the problems with higher education? What can we do to fix it? Uh, and little by little, it's piecemeal. There's not a, you know, a silver bolt that's going to that's gonna solve all our problems. Um, but I think we're chipping away at some of the things that make us less competitive with our neighboring uh, institutions, and I think we're, we're making a lot of headway. Well, that's good. We've got that going on, and, uh, of course, you're getting out on the helping farm a little bit this week, too. I am. For the, I'm, I'm dressed like a Blaine's Farm and Fleet commercial today. Uh, that's, if it, if <laughs> it the rain holds good. off, I'll be out in the fields with the family uh, today hauling uh, in, in Ford County. Uh, so that's a, it's a nice one when we have some slow days to, uh, to get out and out of the office for a little while, too. I get out and do that a little bit myself once in a while. It's kind of fun. It's got to be dangerous as early as you wake up. I don't know if I want you on the road. Uh, well, I, I, and... I don't work real late, so <laughs> we'll get it that way. I saw something in the paper today that amazed me. Governor Jim Edgar, they're saying, is is seriously thinking about endorsing J.B. Pritzker. Have you heard anything like that? I, I, I've read that. I've not talked to the governor on, on this, either either governor on this topic. Now, I know I mean, he's not too wild about Governor Rauner. He's I mean, not. That's, that's been from early on. Their styles are so different. I mean, I mean, my first job in politics, I'm a Democrat, of course, but I was, was as an intern for Governor Edgar, uh, and I was an Edgar Fellow, and, and just think a lot of him and his style um, in terms of reaching across the island, just getting stuff done, and... Um, I think the, you know, having, having gone through the process himself with, again, with Speaker Madigan even 25 years ago, um, I think he kind of, uh, um, you know, d- took, a, took a, 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 a negative look at how uh, Governor Rauner was, was trying to deal with this. Because the simple fact is this, you, you can't be a bull in the china shop when you have the minority in both legislatures. You have to figure out what you can get and how you can work with it. Um, and your job is to keep the state on the track. So if you don't have a budget, and that would have been unheard of in, in Governor Edgar's time. Um, so I think, you know, that general approach, and apparently there, there's been some reports even three or four years ago where Governor Edgar would try to say, hey, look, I've been there, Governor Rauner. Here's how you do it. And Governor Rauner would kind of say, I got this. Get, get away from me. <laughs> uh, and so I'm sure there's a little bit of, uh, you know, that's a little, little shot to the, to the ego as well. Yeah, I mean, you, I'm you got, sure. Because you've got somebody that's offering help who's been there. You, you take it, at least hear him out, and maybe you take it, maybe you don't. But, but he didn't seem like he even talked to him, did he? Very little. Uh, it seemed like they, they, they were not. And, and to be fair, in, in 2014, when Governor Rauner was elected, we got to remember, he was running in the primary against Kirk Dillard, who had been – Governor oh, Edgar's chief right. of staff, that's and so right. that was kind of a, a negative primary. So I think there's some bad blood right from the get-go. But I mean, the idea, you know, I think what Governor Edgar's talked about is you can't trash somebody on one day and then walk into a negotiating table and expect to, it to go well. Yeah. And I think that the the Governor Edgar's kind of point was, you know, hey, there's time to campaign, um, and then there's time to to govern, and we have kind of lost that. Uh, that separation the last few years. Well, the Gazette talked like that Edgar might actually endorse Pritzker. I don't look for that to happen. I, do I don't see that. I mean, we had the same when I was an Edgar Fellow, uh, must have been 2016. So there's a lot of talk about you know President Trump, and 
he's the same way. I mean, Governor Edgar is a very old school politician, very, very much a gentleman. Um, I, I would not swear in his presence or anything like that. Yeah. So you have a, a Trump type personality that would be a, a, a you know, he would kind of blanch at that, I think, a little bit, even if he'd agree with some of his uh, policies. And so we were trying to get him to say, like, well, does that mean you, you are endorsing Hillary Clinton? He's like, I'm not going that far. Um, so yeah. I think, you know, he, he struggles like a lot of traditional Republicans with the new the new partisanship. Right. He's not a Democrat. He's certainly a, a, a Republican. Um, but uh, I think where the party has kind of moved in, uh, away from the Reagan era. I think that has taken uh, those like Governor Edgar a little bit at surprise. So you think uh, Rauner's apology a couple of weeks ago fell on deaf ears with Jim Edgar? I think it probably was accepted with Governor Edgar the same as it was with everybody else. I mean, who, who'd, <laughs> who'd worked with him in the past? There, there were so many opportunities. If you really want to change your ways, you don't do it 60 days before the election. You do it when it yeah. matters, when you can actually save higher education and do those things. Um, it's kind of too little too late, and I don't think most— most who've worked with them assumed that there was a, a lot of merit in that. Well, Governor Rauner, it seemed to me early on, uh, did a lot of listening to the National Republican Organization and not enough to the Illinois Republicans. I think I, there's, there's some merit to that. There was a lot of talk when he first came in that he was going to be on the short list for vice president for um, the 2016 ballot, which mm -hmm. makes sense, right? If you are, you oh, know, there's always rumors like yeah, that going. If you're a moderate on. Republican governor of a blue state, you know you've got to be on the short list. Sure. So I imagine there were a lot of people in his ear, kind of talking about that. The problem is, you start thinking about the next race while you're still in office, and sometimes you know it's not an easy job, as Governor Edgar has pointed out. Um, so you know you can't really get ahead of yourself. You got to do this job right, and then you know maybe other opportunities will come up. And let's remember. Governor Edgar, everybody was begging him to run for Senate, was you know mm -hmm. for other things in 1998, I guess it was, um, and he just chose to to, to move in a different different direction. So um, he obviously knows what he's talking about in a lot of ways. Okay, the Brett Kavanaugh nomination, Washington is still stirring over this. They were supposed to uh, have the hearings and everything yesterday. Nothing happened. It looks like it's going to happen Thursday. What do you think is going to happen in this whole situation? Well, and you really have to, I mean, it's a minute by minute, you know. There's, yeah. You know, then I I think part of the reason they delayed it was because there was a second allegation that came forward or a second um, accuser. And then now I think there's maybe a third. I, know, I, I'm not really sure. According to Avenatti. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and again, this is when we're getting this this world of, um, you know, is it political or is it, you know, a process? and. So that, this is the problem. I think you know anyone on the, anyone on the left is, is seen as trying to block this nomination with any means necessary, um, and those on the right don't want to believe those sources, even if you know. And so it just becomes you know I I, I really do hope they they have an honest hearing about this um, in the sense of you know maybe take the time let the let those you know talk and those that have their. Uh, want, want to have their peace, let, let, them, let them be heard before they take a vote. And I think that's what President Trump even has said at one point. He may have changed the statement since then. But, um, you know, let, let the Senate decide before you give somebody a lifetime appointment. Is there merit to this or not? Because right now it's being tried in the press, and that is a, a terrible way for it, for it to happen both for the survivors or the accusers and for uh, Kavanaugh and his family. Well, HBO ran the Anita Hill movie over the weekend, too, and I thought that was very adept timing on their part because there are so many similarities with this. It's not funny. There are, and that's one thing we forget is, you know, we talk about, like, how negative politics are. 
you know, that was what 1990, uh, 91? 91, I believe. Yeah. And and it was just as dark then. You still had the same forces and people saying, okay, we've got to, you know, really, you know, attack um, Anita Hills per- personally for this, and that way we'll discredit her. And then there were those that said, we'll do anything to stop the Clarence Thomas nominations. And pretty soon you say, I just want an honest broker in this thing. I just want someone who's just looking for the truth. Um, and I, I hope that's what the Senate will ultimately do is, is sit down and, and have a, a fair hearing and then, and then take a vote and we'll see where we, where we lie after that. But boy, it makes you wonder who would ever want to apply for, um, you know, for some of these positions where you have this kind of scrutiny because it's, uh, it's got to be very difficult for everybody. And now, you know, again, the women being dragged into this now, you know, you have their high school yearbook pictures and their, yeah. you know, past relationships are being drug up. So it's, it's unpleasant for everybody involved. It's really going to be interesting to see what happens Thursday. I think the Republicans are going to just try and push this through on Thursday is what I think is going to happen, uh, right or wrong. That's what I hear. I mean, they, they think they have the votes, and it really will come down to one or two uh, Republican senators. And if, they, if, if they're swayed by it or if they say, we, we would like to have, um, you know, the accusers have their, their say um, and, then, and then kind of weigh their testimony just like a judge would, you know, at, at a hearing. So uh, I think that's uh, – um, you know, that may be the way it goes, but you, if you are a Republican strategist right now, you're thinking, let's just get this thing done before this drags out and maybe, you know, they, they give more time for uh, for other accusers to come forward or, or whatever might happen. Well, I think it's cast a pall over Kavanaugh now, much like it has Clarence Thomas in that, you know, no matter how long he serves, this is going to be there. So you know, that, that's, that's one of those things that no matter what we find out, you're exactly right. That'll be in the first couple lines of the obituary, yeah. you know, at the end and, and, uh, you know, that'll be forever part of the legacy, uh, rightly or wrongly. All right. State Senator Scott Bennett. Scott, enjoy uh, getting up there and doing a little farming today. So. Some honest work. All right. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good day. All right. We got more coming up on DWS.